With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Time to talk wildcard playoff weekend in the NFL because there's going to be a lot of dancing going on. A lot of dancing. To see who goes through to the next stage, we're joined by MJ Hurley for the host of Third Down Thursday from the LA Rams, also writes for Sports Illustrated. And when you write for Sports Illustrated, you got to know and got to be good at what you're doing. Hey, MJ. Hey, guys. How we doing? Yeah, no, we are really, really good. Uh, thanks for joining us because uh, genuinely in this part of the world, we are really excited about what we have seen so far in this season of NFL, 18 weeks long. But, man, how open is this competition before we start breaking down Wild Card Weekend? It is very open. And honestly, a lot of people I know, including myself before the year, we're a little hesitant, like you said, about the 18-week season. Um, adding another week, there were some injuries. We weren't really sure. Taking away a week of the preseason. Um, I know another team I do a lot for is the Packers. They got slammed in week one uh, with a shorter preseason. So there was a lot of uncertainty about a longer year, what that would look like. But, I mean, the, the chaos and the uncertainty going down to the last game, that Chargers-Raiders game on Sunday night, where the entire, at least the entire United States, I don't know about you guys, but the entire United States was rooting for a tie just for more chaos. So we, the, the 18 weeks of the NFL absolutely went well. Uh, it's wide open. Obviously, you've got some favorites, our traditional favorites, Packers, Chiefs, Bucks, uh, are probably the top three right now. But honestly, it, it depends on how it goes. It, it really still is anyone's game. Yeah, well, you talk about writing for the Packers and covering the Packers. Well, this is an interesting one because I don't know about you, but I don't think anyone thought they'd be back in the hunt for a while without Brady. But Matt Jones comes along and, and is turning it on this year. But is that Bill Belichick magic or a combination of both? I think it's a combination of both, but I do think it's very telling that with a rookie quarterback, um, granted Mac Jones was very highly regarded. He came from Alabama, uh, where Nick Saban has a very good relationship with Bill Belichick, so no surprise there. Um, with, with that connection, Bill Belichick takes a lot of Alabama guys. Um, but anytime you take a rookie quarterback to the playoffs and have as good of a record as the Patriots have, that's going to be uh, something that looks very good on the coach. Are they going to make a run this year? I don't think so. It's really hard to make a run in the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. There's just It's an entirely different game in the playoffs, and having playoff experience 
is exponentially more important um, and being a veteran in the in the playoffs is even more important than during the 18 weeks. So I think the Patriots, they have a chance to win a game. Um, but I, I really do think, back to your original question, that does fall a lot on Bill Belichick. Okay, so you think statistically rookie quarterbacks are wasting their time in, their, in, in, in the playoffs because Josh Allen has been big for the Bills, haven't they? Hasn't he? Excuse me. Yes, Josh Allen has been incredible. Um, it is going to be a cold weather game in Buffalo. We'll see what happens there. Um, and the last cold weather game, Buffalo and New England played. New England threw the ball three times and won because they just ran the football the entire game. So depending on the weather, who knows, but I still like Buffalo there just by a little bit. You know, the one the one quarterback that's really intrigued me because, you know, he's only the second year in, but he seems to look really comfortable as Joe Burrow at Cincinnati and they've got the Raiders. Yes, that is, to me, I really wanted it um, to be Joe Burrow against Justin Herbert from L.A. If uh, L.A. were to win that game, that Sunday night game I was talking about. Mm. Um, but, but this is a really good Raiders defense. That's kind of what they've, they rode the wave of their defense to the playoffs after just a controversial and really tough season. Um, but yeah, J- Joe Burrow coming off an ACL injury, I have to believe it's either him or Dak Prescott for comeback player of the year. And that kid has a has a cannon for an arm and the connection he has with Jamar Chase that is going to be in my opinion one of the biggest dark horse players for a potential Super Bowl run just because of how dynamic that duo is wow okay so you're not you you backing the Bengals against the Raiders I would yes okay so you mentioned my cows I'm a I'm a huge Cowboys fan right I've been watching it okay but I'm not. I'm not so sure. They don't seem to be the complete package. All the pieces are in place, and I think if they are fully fit and have everybody on board, they beat the Niners. But the Niners play quite a well percentage game with Garoppolo. Yes, and I, let me put it this way: I watched Mike McCarthy in Green Bay for a long time, and there are two things here. Number one. Mike McCarthy's teams are known for having bad defenses. And number two, Mike McCarthy has struggled historically throughout his entire career against the 49ers. Uh, Whether that be because the 49ers have his number, Mike McCarthy used to be an assistant in San Francisco a long time ago. Um, I don't know what it is, but those two things put together, um, like I said, the the Cowboys' lack of star defense. They have Trevon Diggs, who has, you know, got huge season, huge season. Yeah, huge season, but he gives up a lot of yards, too. So, I mean, I, honestly, I think that'll be a high-scoring game, and that's going to come down to a shootout. Now, because of that, I, I would be inclined to pick Dak Prescott. They're still the favorite, but I would not put it against San Francisco. They're on a hot streak. And again, like I said earlier, that's a team who knows how to win in the playoffs. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys don't have as much playoff success history. There's always time, mate. There's always time. Are the, yes, Buc- are the, <laughs> are the Bucks too hot for the Eagles? Uh, yeah, the Eagles, uh, they, they made a nice little run to get into the playoffs. I think they'll give the Bucks a little trouble. It might be close uh, end of the first half, beginning of the third quarter maybe. Um, but even, even the fact that I'm not a big Tom Brady fan, you know, all of his fans drive me a little bit crazy. Why? Why? Why, then, why, why don't you like Brady? Uh, this is this is a, a long discussion. People who know me uh, know not to press this button. But I will, Too late, press it. it. Oh, you, you, you pressed it. Um, basically I, I just, in a team sport, you know, you got 22 guys starting in in a football field on a given day, offense and defense. Then you throw special teams in there. There There's so many guys that make an impact. I just think in my opinion, Brady's gotten a little bit too much credit 
for his success over the years. Going back to the, the discussion we had earlier, Belichick and Jones in New England, I think Belichick deserves a little bit more credit than he's gotten for the success they had in New England. Not taking anything away from Tom Brady, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, no doubt. Um, but again, even when Brady went to Tampa Bay his first year, absolutely stacked roster and we've seen him struggle a little bit more this year when injuries started to hurt his offense so Mm, yeah okay so 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 my counter to that would be briefly have you seen the man in the arena series on espn because the one key line he has always said was no one is bigger than the team yes exactly um so and that's why again (laughs) i will always go back to football (laughs) is a team sport uh, it's not like the NBA. In the NBA, you know, LeBron James can take over a game by himself, and you can you can really prove LeBron went out there and won that game. But you know, Tom Brady doesn't score on his own. He throws the football to somebody else. He makes a good he makes good plays. He makes good checkdowns. Absolutely. Again, one of the greatest of all time, no doubt. One of the most intelligent guys that has ever touched a football field. But maybe it gets a little bit too, cre- too much oh, credit. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Did he did he turn you down for an interview one day? Is that why you don't like him? He actually blocked me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> what, were, you st- were you stalking him? What was the story? I was not stalking him. Um, last year, I'm a Packers fan. I'm a Green Bay fan. Yeah. So last year when they lost, I may have made some videos. Not Not anything crazy, but I made some videos kind of expanding on some of the points I've already made. Um, oh and my goodness! Apparently, Tom Brady. Or I'm guessing it wasn't Brady himself. I'm assuming he has a social media team or something like that. I'm assuming somebody on a social media team blocked me because I kept showing up or something. You got blocked know. by Tom Brady. Unbelievable! Yes, I did. That's my claim to fame. Uh, well, no, it doesn't have to be a claim to fame, but it, <laughs> it does make some sense now as towards attitudes towards the goat. You know, <laughs> yes, <laughs> unbelievable. Look, the Chiefs started slow, but they've come good, and and everybody is picking them to be the Steelers. Does Big Ben Roethlisberger have anything left in the tank? Does he have a good enough D to make it happen? Let me, let me put it this way. The Steelers are a team that has absolutely nothing to lose. and uh, That makes them dangerous. Team, that does. It, it makes them very dangerous. Mike Tomlin is an incredible coach. Uh, he has not had a losing season ever in his career, and they continue that this year after there's no way they should have. They have Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt. They have, they have the pieces for an upset. Now, if you're a betting man, would I advise you betting against the Chiefs? No, I would not advise that whatsoever. But would it inherently surprise me if, again, a savvy veteran quarterback, an experienced head coach, and a team in Pittsburgh with a very good defense and a lot of playoff experience made it interesting in Kansas City? No. Again, I'm not going to bet that the that the Steelers win, but I, I think it could get a little bit more interesting than people in Vegas are giving them credit for. Do you think uh, the Chiefs have enough ammunition to get past the Steelers comfortably? Yeah, I think it'll be comfortable. I would predict about a touchdown score. I don't know off the top of my head what the lines in Vegas are, but I'm guessing they're probably double digit. Um, so I wouldn't go that far. I'd go about a touchdown score. It might be one of those games where the Steelers make it close late Kansas City goes on a nice little drive to seal the deal. Uh, But again, I think Pittsburgh will make it more interesting than people are giving them credit. All right, final game. I left the Rams to last because you wrote for the Rams to Sport Illustrated. Yes. I'm, I, I like, I love the way they play in there. It's Sean McVay, their coach, right? I just, I, yes. I, I love the way they play ball. But, and here's the but, 
Is Matt Stafford the weak link? So, again, I, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Uh, that's who I've been watching since I was a, a little kid. And Matthew Stafford played in Detroit before he came to L.A. So I am very well acquainted personally and professionally with Matthew Stafford and the way he plays football. And let me put it this way. A shootout type game is not the type of game you want to have Matthew Stafford in. And there's two parts to that. Number one, Matthew Stafford is a gunslinger. I would compare him to a slightly less talented Brett Favre, um, former quarterback of the Packers and Vikings, but we don't talk about that. Um, So I would compare him again to a a slightly less talented version of, of Brett Favre. Just multiple times a game, Matthew Stafford is going to make throws that have Sean McVay putting his his hands on his head and saying, what in the world were you doing, Matt? That's just what you're living with in Matthew Stafford. Now, at the beginning of the year, um, they were they were winning a lot of games. They were doing very well. Matthew Stafford was not throwing interceptions. He's thrown multiple interceptions in the last three games, um, two plus in each of those games. So the, the key to success for L.A. and the key to success for Matthew Stafford is staying within the game plan that Sean McVay has. When they start to just go five wide, just throwing the ball like crazy, not running the football, that's when Matthew Stafford gets in trouble. So to answer your question, if they have to throw the ball a lot, if Matthew Stafford has to make 35-plus throws, they're probably not going to win that football game. Okay, Kyler Murray, uh, he gets on a roll, then they are in trouble. Yes, Kyler Murray is one of the most dynamic players in the NFL. His numbers didn't look as impressive this year just on paper. Uh, He missed a couple games, had some injuries, a couple games where he wasn't at full strength. But they have one of the best rushing attacks. And so my my matchup to look at is the combination of Kyler Murray and James Conner. Those are their two main runners. James Conner, their starting running back, he has 15 touchdowns. Um, So those two... If you don't, if you let them run the football like that, you let Kyler Murray and James Conner go crazy. I don't care if you have Aaron Donald in the middle of the Rams defensive line. You need to make sure that, again, the same way that Matthew Stafford can't throw the ball too much, if you make Kyler Murray beat you with your arm, that's a type of football game that the Rams want to be playing. Okay, MJ, one thing I don't understand, and they're saying it's a new playoff system, okay? So you, I need you to help yes. me out here. So. Uh, you've got Tennessee and your pack with Aaron Rodgers, who's just playing out of this world. You know, he looks like a young Aaron Rodgers, right? And then they look, yeah. they look super strong. And I know you've got a heavy bias there, but so who, who? So how does this now work? So uh, what happens? So the Bengals just can you explain what happens now and who faces who? Yes. Yeah, so the Titans and the Packers have the number one seed. The NFL. Uh, last year in the playoffs added a seventh playoff seat. So originally uh, what I watched for years and what you watched from years uh, was six playoff teams in, in the AFC, six teams in the AFC. So it was at the wild card weekend, um, you know, there, the top two teams had buys. Mm. So three played six, four played five, right. and then they reseed. Now we have, th- that's why they call it super wild card weekend now, because you have double almost the games. Um, so let's say let's say the favorites win out, right? None of the lower seeds win, and then we've got just got the top four seeds in each conference, which means in the AFC uh, remaining in the divisional round, you would have Tennessee, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Tennessee gets whoever the lowest seed is. Okay. So let's say Pittsburgh somehow pulls off an upset, they're going to be headed to Tennessee. Um, so it's the same seeding process we've seen in the NFL for years. They just decided, like the NFL always does, 
they figured out they can make a little bit more money mm-hmm. by uh, you know adding another game in each conference and then adding another game in the divisional round as well. Okay. Um, so so savings it's, it's is the same similar. Yes, yeah, the same similar process. NFL just want to make a little bit more money, cause a little bit more trouble. Okay, uh, I know you're going to pick the pack to go all the way. If it's not the pack, who is it? Oh, uh, in the in the NFC or in general? In general, the whole the whole shooting match Super Bowl. The whole shooting match Super Bowl. Honestly, it, so I'll give you no sitting on the fence pick. now. No sitting on the fence. No sitting on the fence. Okay, if I have to go out there and give you an absolute. And you're, you know, given the conversation we had, how much this hurts. But if it's not Green Bay, it's Tampa Bay. It's the Buccaneers. <laughs> you may fall on your sword now. It's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will. And it, it hurts me to say, and I, I have my live show third down Thursdays in about 45 minutes. And Bruce will come at me. He'll, he'll, we'll have the same discussion. Um, it, I just think the AFC is so tight and, and so competitive. Whoever's going to come out of there is going to be beaten up. Um, and I, the NFC is just so top heavy, um, and, and that may be backwards in thinking. Depend when you look at the records, because um, the NFC generally has the better records out of the playoff teams. Um, but I think Tampa Bay and Green Bay probably will cruise to the NFC Championship game, and will only have one game. So if it's not Green Bay, again, it pains me to say it. But given Tampa Bay's good defense, and given Tom Brady's success of winning. Whether who should get credit for it, I think uh, they would be my favorites. And you'll have your voodoo doll with pins and Tom Brady all the way. Where can we hear? Oh, the, you best believe I will. <laughs> where can we hear? Where can we hear the uh, third down Thursday podcast? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MJ Hurley Sports, um, or you can go to twitch.tv slash third down Thursdays, and we are live on there as well. Um, but yeah, go on my Twitter and you'll find all the links to all the stuff I do. Appreciate the time, MJ. Have a lovely day. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me once again. You're more than welcome.